Hello, hi, welcome. This is the Blues Podcast, and I am back again after the Everton match versus Aston Villa. Now, this episode is going to be very um, unoriented. I didn't even really take the time to write down some thought out notes. I just, you know, jotted down something, some things that I remembered throughout the match. And honestly, I think this one might, this could go either way. It could either be a long one or it could be very short because I'm just so frustrated with this result, honestly. Because the optimism I had last week compared to the defeat I feel now is just so frustrating. And it's honestly, it's just so Everton at the moment. Because how do we do the double over Arsenal? And granted, Arsenal have not been great this season. But how do we do the double over Arsenal but lose at home to Aston Villa? And I mean, you could argue that Aston Villa are definitely more our level. Like, they're not a terrible side. But, like, come on. Especially at the end of the season where we should be picking up points. The season's coming to a close. We've been trying to push on for Europe this whole season. And we can't pick up points at home. You know, at this point, I'm looking forward to the end of the season. And I honestly can't even look forward to that. We play Manchester City. Like, who put that schedule together? Who made us, who wanted us to play Manchester City last? Anyway, that's that's besides the point. But, yeah, I mean, I just, like, is it just me? Or is anyone else listening to this feel so defeated after that result? Because... Personally, I thought we started off decent, bar when we conceded so early. After that, I feel like we really picked up the pace. Obviously, we were chasing the game, but it wasn't entirely bad. Like, I didn't hate it until we came back from halftime, and it was almost as if some of the players thought we had won the game already when it was... In reality, it was 1-0. It didn't seem like... Maybe that's just me. It didn't seem like the players were actively trying to get the three points. But, I don't know. I'll get into that. And I really hate on commenting on players' effort. Because, as fans, you really don't know. And I find it really hard to believe someone who... The players that are so passionate about playing football not have the effort and I I honestly feel like I understand what some people mean when they say the players don't have the effort they're not putting in the effort and I try to give players the benefit of the doubt but today I really saw that from some of the players and now when people say it looks like the players don't put in the effort or like as if they don't care I think it may not be that, but more more so, it doesn't look as if 
players are showing enough passion that they even care. Now, how do you even measure that? I have no idea. Because I just, I don't know, I'm frustrated with today. And yeah, it's definitely going to be a long one because I cannot even put my thoughts together. I didn't, I barely prepared for this episode, so bear with me for those listening. But yeah, I couldn't even, we'll get into all of the effort and just, yeah, effort needs to be talked about here. Um, I'm gonna start with the lineup, like usual. So the lineup was, um, same starting 11 as we saw against Arsenal, which I was perfectly fine with. I thought, you know, we didn't play particularly great at Arsenal, but that's definitely a side capable of, you know, picking up a result, even having a bad performance. Obviously, we saw that at Arsenal, but we know how good that side can be when everyone's on top of your game. Now, we had that side, except last minute, James ended up coming off during the warm-up, I believe. Some something was said about his calf, calf strain, calf injury. It is what it is. Um, frustrating as it is, considering the side was almost back to full fitness. Regarding, I'm gonna say Decore probably, and we've got another player who is gonna be out for who knows how long. It. I don't think we were told the severity of his injury. Hopefully it's just a precaution and he won't be out for the rest of the season because we need to pick up some points. And we don't necessarily have an easy last five games either. Like We can easily lose five games as well as we could easily pick up as many points that are available. So... You know, we want him as, as healthy as possible, considering most of our side is fit, you know. So, knock on wood, knock on, knock on, knock on wood. Hopefully, no one else picks up an injury because, you know, we've had enough of that throughout the whole season. One player comes back, another another important player goes down. And, unfortunately, t- today it was James. So, James was out. Awobi came in. Um, I, I saw someone say, I think I heard a commentator say, you know, a like for like, you know, substitution. And I'm just, I really hope that was sarcasm or irony. One of the above. Because, dear God, I just, Awobi has not been cutting it this season, as well as so many other players have not been cutting it. But Awobi, I think, has been the one player where his faults have been highlighted the most, and rightly so, because he often comes in to replace Hamez or to play on the right wing, and it just doesn't work. And it's frustrating because I definitely see the footballer football player in there that's good and that has good quality but he just doesn't show it enough 
like even throughout the match like he has some good good sparks here and there but he just never plays well for a full 90 like I think the last game he played well was when he was at right wing back so honestly at that point I was a little frustrated none the least and a little bit worried because you know Hamas is in I'm expecting we're okay we're going to be attacking the ball there's going to be he's we're going to rely on him a lot Wobi comes in, I'm like, okay, so this changes the whole game plan about who's the playmaker here. You know, we're relying on a Wobi and Sigurdsson essentially, and I'm like, okay. The most, and even Gomez, really, the most inconsistent squad, I mean, inconsistent midfield. Where, where, where is the creativity going to come from? And that left me worried, but I still thought we were capable of getting at least a point. We didn't even get that. So I'm like, where is the issue with this side here? And I think a lot of it comes from not having enough creative players and not having enough players who can get the job done of quality. I don't really want to say effort because the players have the effort. They have a des- the, they have the desire. Because who doesn't want to play in Europe? Like obviously the players they want that, and results don't always go their way. But like the fate is in their hands essentially, and sometimes the players. I don't know. Today was one of those days where I can see people being like. They don't look like they care for to be in Europe, or they look very complacent. And what is the like? What has come of that? I don't know. I don't know. I let me get back on track. I'm getting on a tangent. I was talking about a wobi. Now I'm talking about effort. I'll talk about literally everything this episode. So strap it in. What else was I saying? Oh yeah. Back to the Wobi thing. I'm going to be all over the place this episode, so just hang in there. Back to Wobi and Hamas. Hamas, we knew he was injury prone. But dear God, I did not think he was this injury prone. Has he played more than five matches straight this season? I don't know. And I just hope he's back next week and the week after that and the week after that. And I hope he signs another contract with us because despite his injuries, he's such a good player. But man, he's weaker than wet toilet paper. I don't know what it is. His calf. Like. And obviously it's not his fault. It's not his fault. But. It's frustrating that we can't rely on him. And I mean, that's the problem is we don't have enough creativity in midfield. And what did Carlo Ancelotti do? He brought in a new midfield. Two of our midfielders are out with injuries as of right now. Hopefully, Hamas comes back. But you guys get what I mean. Now, we've got Sigurdsson, Awobi, Gomez, and Alon. And it's just like, what? 
I don't know. It's hard to expect, you know, much when we've got the same midfield as last season. Bar Allen is the same side. So, I don't know. I'm very frustrated with just everything because they were more than capable. So, yeah, I'm going to move on from the lineup. I mean, what more can I say? Last episode, I talked about how the lineup was more than capable of um, putting more back behind Arsenal, but we ended up getting lucky with our own goal, and that was kind of uh, alarming. You know, Hamas wasn't out. But that side was still capable of putting something together. I mean, we saw it against... Um, I mean, we've seen it again, time and time and again this season. Alon, Decore, Hamas, they've all been out a couple of times. And the boys, they've thrown something together to get it to work. Why didn't it work today? It has to do... I think it has to do with something with energy, either the effort... Um, maybe they don't think they can get Europe anymore. Maybe they don't care for Europe, which I highly doubt because, but I mean, it's a possibility. Um, what else? What else could be the reason why everything just looks so out of order today? I don't know. I don't know the reason. Like, I can't even come up with one. Other than that, that lineup should be more than capable. More and more, should, like, we should have had, had a, had a, oh my gosh, I can't talk. I'm getting so passionate. We should have had at least four goals today. Like, there were so many chances for us. But, I mean, we gave up so many chances for Villa as well. Villa could have easily had four. And honestly, this is kind of funny. Like, the first half was so open at times. I genuinely thought, I was like, oh no, don't let this be another Tottenham game. Because for some reason, whenever we play Tottenham, we always score a lot. Or as of recently, we always score a lot. But, you know, before then, I know we didn't. But yada, 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 let me talk my crap. We have been recently. That's what I meant. So that being said... Um, what else can I say about the lineup? I'm going on a tangent on a tangent. This is not even about the lineup anymore. This is just me talking. I think that's how this episode is going to go. There's not going to be any constructiveness about it. It's just going to be free-flowing. I'm going to be jumping around everywhere and everywhere and everywhere and everywhere. So, keep you on your toes this episode. Anyway, this this lineup, I was honestly surprised to see Hogate and Godfrey back together. But hey, it worked against Arsenal. Um, it didn't work today. It didn't work that one time again against Leeds at home. And I have a feeling this center back pairing has not worked more than it has worked. And that's frustrating because, 
y'all know how much I love Mason Holgate. And uh, how much I love Ben Godfrey, too. And it seems Ben Godfrey is immune to mistakes. And granted, he wasn't fantastic today. But he wasn't, you know, by any means the worst player on the pitch. I think he was average at best, considering the performances from other players. But, man, you know, I've been singing Mason Holgate's praise In every episode, in honesty, in all, if I'm going to be quite honest, and I've been getting, been giving him the benefit of the doubt. And as of late, he's been getting a more, more run-ins in the side as center back. And I gotta say, it, he has let me down because in the last three home games, we've not been able to put away games or get something from games because of. Defensive errors. And who's the common denominator in all of them? Mason Holgate. Now, I think you have to put the context in those errors. Like, you can't just say, oh, he's involved in all of them, so he must be crap. Yes and no. The mistakes against Spurs weren't all his fault. You know, obviously that Keane had a part to play in that, but, like, he was still involved. Okay. Now, he he did a bad job against Chelsea away. I remember that. Okay. Now, today, like, I can't even defend him anymore. Like, I will say this. Um, his mistake. Let's talk about that first. His mistake. Um, what was he doing? Like... He just took too much time on the ball for me, like, and then he turned back, and Watkins was all over him, and then he just, yeah, um, not, he didn't make the best decision there, and unfortunately that resulted in a goal for us, and we were down in, like, the first 13 minutes. Yeah, I just wasn't good. Sucked, that really, that game, honestly, that game really sucked for Pickford, because, you know, he played great, and the performance just, the result just doesn't show it at all. Um, those two goals, like, resulted in defensive, for, from defensive errors, like, I mean, maybe not the second one, but the second one, what, could he really do anything there? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, I'm not the best at judging stuff with keepers, so... To me, I don't think he really could have had much he could have done there. Maybe he could have done better. Maybe not. I'll leave that up for interpretation to you guys. But, yeah. Mason Holgate, what was he doing there? You know, I've been singing his praises. But, man, he's testing me at the moment. And I will say this. I will never drag him through the mud like some people are doing. Saying they want him sold. I won't sell it, say that about any player. Maybe about Alex Wolby, but I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I support all the players. I won't say that about Alex Wolby, but, but you have to admit, I mean, uh, no, I'm being hypocritical. I'm being hypocritical. I'm saying Wolby is probably going to get sold this summer. 
that's my opinion. Now, am I being hypocritical by saying, you know, Holgate should be given the benefit of the doubt? I will say so, yes, but I have my reasons. I am biased because I do like Mason Holgate, but he, um, let me, let me, how do I explain myself with this one? Hmm. He had those injuries that set his season off. You know, he came back into a side that where Godfrey is the new man, right? And he basically has to fight his way back in there. And like, okay, you have a injury-prone center back, Mina. So he's bound to get some time. He didn't even get that. Mina was because Mina was playing great. Um, Played at right back. He's not the best right back. We know this. Now he's getting his chance at center back. Okay, he's had a good eight chances. Half of the time, he's made defensive errors that left that have led to goal goals. Granted, I don't think he's bad. I don't think he should be sold. I do think he should be given another chance. Now, is that hypocritical because I'm saying Awobi should be gone? Yes, it is, but when I look at the circumstances, I'm like, okay, we have three other, you know, good center backs. Who do we have to play right wing? Literally nobody that can come off the bench if Wobi's not at his best, besides Hamas. And um, Hamas, you can't really rely on him. He's injury prone. So I'm saying, obviously we need better. I guess I'm saying... Right wing is more more a necessity on our list than a center back because I do think Holgate will become good again. He he show he's shown what the kind of player he is before. Have we really seen that with a Wobi? I don't think so. You know, he played that one good game for us at right wing back. Um was I mean I can't literally think of anything else. Maybe against Wolves we played Wolves away. Um he got a goal. So I mean he had a good performance there. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt with that one. But um right wing is the place where we cannot where we need someone we can rely on and we've not had that for a long time. Now that being said has Holgate been poor? Was he poor today? Absolutely. Yeah, he just did not deal with Watkins effectively. And credit to Watkins, he's a he's a he's gonna be an incredible striker, honestly. From what we saw today, he he's a he's a good player. You know, I'm I'm honestly I hate to say it, I'm kinda of a fan of Ollie Watkins kind of a fan but he he really had our he had mason in circles today yeah unfortunately and you know i say this um you know i said i think a is going to be gone and i said you know but i'm saying i'm the president i usually give holgate the benefit of the doubt same with richie and maybe i should do that for all the players but 
think I, I feel as though I've been saying that because Holgate and Richie they have shown the kinds of players they are but we have not seen that from a Wobi yet I'm not saying it may never come but I'm, at this point I'm like where do you cut the ties you know obviously Ancelotti likes Holgate somewhat for him to keep playing him I don't think he necessarily had to play him today like he chose to. And he's chosen to play him a couple times. I think Holgate times had been unlucky. I think that's what the defensive errors were against Tottenham. They were unlucky. You know, the miscommunication, the backing into each other, heading the ball into Mason's back. Like, that's just miscommunication that's unlucky like to me that's unlucky I mean it shouldn't be happening but like what are the what are the odds that happens <laughs> when you desperately need the points like come on and I get the professional footballers like they should know how to play their position but I say it all the time I can't expect players to be 100% 100% of the time yada 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 we know but man Mason Holgate has been disappointing this season, and I hate to say it, and I'll back him to the end of time, but yeah, it'd be best if the season just ended for him, and he can rip the band-aid off, fresh start next season, because yeah, this this season for him is definitely one to forget. I'll put it at that, not his best, not his best at all. Um, who else can I talk about? Wow. Um, let's see. I did the lineup. I talked about conceding. Oh, Andre Gomez. Man. He was not playing. What was he doing today? Now, he started off rough. Worked his way into the match, played better. But he came back out in the second half, and it was just poor. So poor from him. I just, it was unbelievable, honestly. Like, misplaced passes left and right. He kept passing the back, and I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, do we not realize we need the three points? And it's just, the midfield is so slow. It's just so slow. And I'm like, where's the energy? Where's the energy? Like, they're passing the ball and just staying stagnant. Like, I wanted to see more of the energy we saw in the first half, like, when we were chasing the game. And it's just frustrating, especially Gomez, because... Uh, he's just underperformed as well as so many other players who we needed to rely on this season. You know, I mean, Richarlison, Gomez, who else can I point out? I don't even know. I mean, you can throw Holgate in there, but I already said my piece about him. Um, I mean, a Wolby, maybe. I mean, but has he ever shown 
what he's capable of? Um, not really. That doesn't mean I don't support him and I don't want him to become good for us eventually, but at some point you gotta cut the ties. Like, okay, what is the issue here? Yeah, very frustrating that whole game was. And that midfield is horrendous. Horrendous. No pace whatsoever. And essentially, Alon's doing the work of two players as a defensive mid. Like, he can't do it all. Granted, he played a kind of poor in the first half. But, I mean, he can't do it all. No, what can he do when the other players around him aren't picking up their weight? You know, aren't running? You know, getting making themselves available? What can he do? He can't run the whole midfield by himself? I mean, just... I think the only person good in that first half is maybe... Pickford, maybe you can throw Dom in there because he scored. Yeah, that first half was just, now it was entertaining, but come on. It looked like we came out with no game plan. That's really what it looked like. Like that error by Holgate just set us all off track and we never got back on it. So, I mean, the Dom goal, I can talk about that because that's really the only highlight of this match for me. Good on him. Southgate was there, so hopefully, you know, he gets a look at for the Euro Euros. Hopefully, he's in there, but man. Yeah. And I mean, Dom and Richie didn't really have that many chances. I think Dom maybe had two that he actually could have done something with. but Or he did get a pass. I can't remember who. Maybe from Sigurdsson. And he had a poor first touch, which typically his first touch is pretty good. So that's a surprise. But And then I think he had another... Another try. He didn't really get a shot on goal. Because it was way off. But. I mean he was one of the players putting in the effort. You could see it. Um, I don't think he was poor. I don't, but he definitely wasn't great. Um, didn't really stand out for me. Other than his goal. But he. You could tell he was trying. He was trying to put in the effort. But. Towards the end, you could tell he you could tell he was kind of giving up. I mean, the players around him were giving up as well. So, I mean, when you're not getting the service and no one's willing to get you the service, what more can you do? I mean, he was starting to drop deeper. But that doesn't always, whenever he does that, I mean, obviously he's trying to get a touch on the ball, but it, did, it never, never really works. And I'm guessing he tried to stay up top to make sure he he was available to make himself available, but 
what can you do but help like you can't even help the team when you're stuck up there isolated and no one's getting you the ball I mean you can't help but feel defeated at that point like they score in like the 80th minute too and you're just like oh my gosh you know he's he's been isolated for like the past 15 minutes they just scored there's 10 minutes to go and then nobody's picking up the pace except maybe Richie and you know Richie's not on the best form right now neither is Dom per se but I don't yeah I've seen some people coming going off at Dom and I don't think that's really fair considering the past two games he hasn't really had um, the service per se and like he's been injured maybe the injury mattered um, yeah I don't think it's fair to go at Dom considering he brought us back into the game when things were not looking up I think it cut him a little bit of slack I mean he had like one or two chances today where he could have actually done something But when you're in a side and the other players don't even seem to be willing to pick up with three points, I mean, you can't help but feel defeated and, you know, lose effort. Granted, I don't think he did. I could, th- I think you could just tell by, like, as the game match went on, I think you can tell with, like, him and Richie's body language. Like, they were, like, slouching their shoulders. They were, like, throwing their hands up and stuff like that like you can tell they were frustrated so there's no doubt they didn't care or that there's no doubt that they cared I meant they do care I said that wrong or that they weren't trying to go for the three points I mean you saw that early in the game like I I remember vividly like I think Gomez or something happened in the midfield I don't know if it was Gomez, Sigurdsson or what or Awobi but you could hear on the stream, like, Dom was shouting. He was like, play forward, play forward. I, I tried to do his accent. <laughs> I could not do it. So I'm going to just stay with my little American accent. But, yeah. Like, you could hear him saying, play forward, play forward, play forward. Granted, it didn't really work. But we ended up getting a corner. Did we? Was it a corner or a free kick? I think it was corner. Look at an assist. That man, he's at it again. Luka Dean, another highlight. At least he got an assist. At least Dom got his goal. I mean, you try to look at the positive things. You know, I study psychology a little bit, so I'm trying to get myself to learn unconditional positive regard. If you don't know what that means, look it up. It'll help. When Everton makes you feel defeated like this. Trust. Anyway, back on topic. Yeah, you could hear Dom saying, play forward, play forward, play forward. And yet again, he goes and scores. Like, that's the kind of people we need in the side. Like, dictating, communicating. And it's something you rarely see with the side, honestly. You know, when people aren't pulling their weight not doing what they're supposed to we need some players to to you know give it like 
what am I trying to say here? We need some players to kick it up a notch. Let let the other players know, like, hey, this is not how we should be playing. We need to be pressing. We need to be more in high intensity. We need to be playing forward. Stop the backwards passes. Like, and I'm sure they do communicate, but effectively, we need to see it effectively. We saw it for Dom's goal, or we heard it, or at least I did. But we need to hear it consistently, or we need to see it actually work consistently. But, yes, good on Dom. Hopefully get to look at it in the Euros. You know, I want to see him in the Euros. I think he deserves it, quite honestly. He's played the season of his life. So, I'd be surprised if he wasn't in there. Okay, this is a bit long, and I'm only still talking about the first half. Somebody tell me to get on with it. Alright, my thoughts at halftime, I'm thinking, like, this game could have easily be... It's a very open game. But it could have easily been, like, a 2-2 going... 2-2 draw going into halftime. Now, that being said, should we have conceded that first goal? No. Holgate made an error, taking too long with the ball. Um, when we first came out, we were pressing them, you know, putting on the pressure. And then we let up. And then that led to a defensive error that allowed Villa to get set up and get into the game. And then Dom came back in, and I was like, okay, I can live with another match similar to Tottenham if we can actually put away our chances. And I'm like, okay, we just need to create more chances and, you know, clean up the defensive mistakes. Granted, we cleaned up the defensive mistakes partially. But we weren't creating very much at all that we could capitalize on. And we really relied on Pickford that first half. So good on him. He's been uh, playing well. If anything, he deserves the praise. He's been playing exceptionally well. So yeah, I thought... My tactics, at least in my head, was like, okay, we need to be going all out here. We need to be taking the game to them, not conceding possession, not inviting their pressure, because they're bound to score. They sh- they've shown like their Watkins is on form. When he has a chance, he's gonna take it, and the times he has taken it, the ball has ended up in the back of the net. So we need to check our ch- take our chances as well. You know, uh, um, I'm stuttering now, okay? Calm down. I'm getting passionate again. Um, Our strikers aren't on the best run of form, but we know they can put away chances. I mean, we saw Dom just do it. He literally kind of put that header in there out of nothing, really. I did not think it was going to come of anything. But, yeah, so. And then what, what does Everton do? We come out, and we don't play with very much intensity intensity at all. 
um, were playing out the back and just hoofing it long to Dom. And does that really work all the time? Nope. Did it work today? Nope. Um, frustrating. Richie was a bit more involved second half, but did he create much? No. Um, I really want to know the game plan or how the tactics changed at halftime or what they were trying to execute because it kind of looked as if they had no plan, like, other than just hoof it long to Dom, hope for the best. And that wasn't working because we could not keep possession to save our lives and we could not just keep hold of the ball and create something. Like, we hooked it up to Dom and, like, he did the best he could with it. Like, what? Yeah, I don't know what else to say about that. Like, that was just kind of shocking that we came out playing like that. And granted, maybe that wasn't the plan. And Villa had the same idea as us, like, come out all attacking, yada, yada, yada. And we just like, oh, like, okay, let's just accept this pressure. I don't know. I don't know what the tactics were. Definitely weren't my tactics. I would, Not what I would have said to do. Yeah, I'm just... This, this section is going to be called the second half blues. Because how many times have we gone into the second half and just could not execute the game plan? Like, I'm trying to think how many times have we done that in matches? Um, maybe Man United at home. Maybe Leeds at home. Maybe all of our games that we've played at home. Um, Burnley at home. Fulham at home. What else? I'm getting really frustrated with this. Yeah, I mean, second half blues. That's what it is. What else can I say about that second half? Like, it was just, it, I mean, we've seen it all season. We sit back a little bit and just accept the pressure and then just hoof it up to Dom. Midfield was getting ran over and over and over again. Didn't create much. Relied on Luca Dean and Richie. Sigurdsson wasn't really involved like we needed him to be. Gomez came off. Delph came on, which questionable sub. Wobi ended up coming off. I mean, I think everyone could see that coming from a mile away. I mean, I'll get into the subs, but dear God. Just all around poor. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly at loss for words. Like, 
because I mean I was looking forward to the end of the season but we've got five games left realistically how many points can we pick up from those from the way we've played tonight I'm looking at very few points and we messed up our chances Crystal Palace one point Brighton one point Tottenham one point all games we should have been winning to accommodate for performances like this. So, I mean, we never... We knew we weren't going to go undefeated for the rest of the seven games, but, like... Man, I did not think it would end... We would be on this kind of poor run of form. And I don't think it's that bad. Like, it's easily fixable. But... Yikes. We had, what, um, three draws, one win, one loss out of the past, I think we've got five matches left. Um, let's see, Crystal Palace, um, Brighton, Tottenham, Arsenal, Villa. So, what, that's like... Three draws, one win, and a loss out of five matches. Three, we should have, or four, we should have easily won. And the one I wasn't expecting us to win, we won at. And the others, we dropped points. Now that is the definition of of Everton's season right there. We win the matches no one expects us to win, but the ones people favor us in, we tend to mess it up. We tend to end up with a draw. We tend to, you know, not deliver. I mean, prime example, freaking Newcastle did the double over us. I mean, we didn't pick up three points against Burnley. Lost to Burnley at home. Like, that is literally bizarre. Zero. 0-2 to Fulham. Frustrating. And it's... Even if we do pick up points with the last five remaining games, it's like... The times we've lost it, like this Villa game, that Burnley match, those Newcastle games, that Fulham game at home, uh, the Burnley matches, not being able to pick up points against Crystal Palace... Or Brighton is going to come back and bite us in the ass cheeks. Why did I say it like that? I don't know. But it is. It's going to hurt our chances. And we're going to look really dumb at the end of the season. Like, oh, what if we did this? What if we did that? And I'm like, I don't know why we couldn't just, I don't know. Why couldn't we just come out in the second half and put the game to bed? I genuinely believe Everton's a better side than Aston Villa. Granted, with the personnel that was out today, it was pretty close. But you could tell the Villa side overall wanted it more. So, I mean, yeah. We conceded again. I didn't even mention that. I think... 
Villa had a free kick or something like that, or a throw-in maybe. And El Ghazi, is that his name? El Ghazi. I mean, what a goal that was. It was a good goal. I think Coleman probably should have closed in a little bit more, but I mean, would that have had had an effect? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Whatever. I'm so unenthusiastic this episode. I think this is the first episode I've done. No, 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 no. Uh, this is not the first episode I've done on a loss. I made an episode when we lost to Burnley. And I made an episode when we lost to Man City. But yeah, not the first. Yeah, I feel really defeated. And I bet you guys can feel it through the headphones, AirPods, whatever you're listening to this with. But hopefully I'm not bringing you down too much. Yeah, I mean... Could we really have done anything there to stop El Ghazi? Maybe. I think Coleman should have closed down. You Feel free to disagree with me on that one. I don't really think Pickford could have done much. But. Yeah. What else can I say about the match? I have no idea. It was just dreadful. Second half, dreadful. First half, I was like. I was I wasn't okay with it, but I wasn't upset by it. Like it wasn't, you know, the match against Newcastle. Didn't I expect more from the players? Absolutely, but I wasn't entirely disappointed. Um, I think I'm gonna talk about the subs. Now, I had a feeling Wobi was coming off. I. That was my first sub that needed to be made. Should it have been done earlier? I don't even know because I don't remember the timestamps because I didn't really prepare for this episode. But who are we going to bring in for Wobi? Bernard. That's my. That was my first like, okay, Bernard's coming on for somebody in this midfield. Was it going to be Gomez? Was it going to be a Wobi? Who freaking knows? Somebody needs to come on with some attacking sense. Now, can you always rely on Bernard? Maybe. I mean, he provides the attacking sense, but I mean, he just never. I mean, you can't really expect, you can't really rely on him and expect much. You know, he's one of those players that does it, you know, that provides something every once in a while. But more times than not, he's just another body in the way. You know, just an extra person to pass it to who doesn't really do much. Like, the whole time he came on, did he do more than a Wobi? Not really. I don't really think he provided any chances you know, able to capitalize on, so, I will say this, he seemed to be moving with a lot more energy than the Wobi, you know, that's probably a bit harsh on a Wobi, but, hey, that's just what I saw in my eyes, so, um, Delph came on for Gomez, <sighs> do I agree with that, honestly, no, I don't. 
I don't think anybody agrees with it. My first instinct would have been to bring on Tom Davis, but maybe Tom Davis is more a um, replacement for Alon. Maybe. Maybe that's his place on the side, which, okay, he's shown that he can play that position and do it effectively, but yikes. Gomez was playing like crap. That's harsh. But hey, I don't even have the patience to go into his performance because I've said it about Gomez time and time again. He's one of the most inconsistent players in the squad. But would I have brought Dolph on? Absolutely not. He's not going to provide anything when we're trying to grab three points. What was he going to provide for us? Attacking-wise, very little. Now, would Tom provide very much? Probably not. But I... Would have favored my odds at Tom Davis more than I would have favored my odds with Delph. So maybe Delph was put on to retain a bit more possession, which he did. Maybe during the stats, but what did he do with it? Very little. He passed it back to the center backs, to the back line, majority of the time, or passed it to Allen. So, did he do anything significant with the ball? No. Um, who else came on? Josh King. Is there anything that really needs to be said here? I think he came on for Sigerson. I think that sub was a bit too late. I mean, we were chasing the game at that point. He had like eight minutes to play. Does, what can he do in eight minutes? Nothing. Literally Nothing. I mean, it happened one time against Man United. He won the free kick. And Dom scored the equalizer. But, I mean, it's not going to happen every time we're chasing the game. What can you do in eight minutes? Nothing. I, I, don't, I just... I'm, I'm going to go into player ratings because I'm getting frustrated by the minute. And this episode needs to end very soon. I'm filming this. It is currently about to be 10 o'clock, 10 p.m. where I'm at. Yeah, player ratings. This is going to go by fast. And then I'm going to get into effort because that's been really bugging me this whole episode. And something else. But I can't remember what. Anyway, player ratings. Pickford. Perf- Ooh, perfect. Perfect. That's the first word that came to my mind, surprisingly. He wasn't perfect though. He didn't have a clean sheet, so I can't call him perfect. But dang, he was pretty dang close. Considering, at least I think, none of the goals he conceded were really his fault. And I, dang, that has to be frustrating as a keeper. Conceding, and it's just nothing you can do about it. Like, whole gate mistake he put him in that position like i mean as soon as watkins was in 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 the clear i was like he's putting at the back of the net he's gonna score i mean yeah just 
man, in that El Ghazi goal, I'm like, can he do anything there? I'm I don't know. I'm not really well versed on keepers, so I don't know. Is that something? Is that a capable save? Maybe, maybe not. But other than that, he had some very key saves throughout the whole match. Like he really kept us in it, especially in the first half. So good on him. Was he great? No. Was he bad? No. Definitely a bit more than okay. One of our one of the better players. Um, Ben Godfrey. Average. Didn't really do anything major. Didn't cost us a goal. Didn't really make any significant errors that I can think of off the top of my head. One of the better players from the side today, honestly. But when has he not been a better, one of the better players from us? So, Mason Holgate. <sighs> I pains me to say it, but man, he was poor. Poor. Um, Watkins was running all over him all match. And yeah, I mean, granted he did better as the match went on, but when you make that mistake, yeah, it stains your whole performance. Yeah, that goal really cost us. Really put a dent in our, you know, uh, or at least I think so, our game plan in it. Through the whole thing astray. So, yeah. Dean, average. I mean, we were really relying on him today, as we do usually, but average. I mean, the midfield wasn't creating anything. Coleman's not going to provide very much attacking input. I mean, we were relying on Dean. To really be the creative outlet. You know, Hamas is out, so can't really, really rely on him. We're not relying on Wobi. We're not relying on Sigurdsson. Both inconsistent players. Gomez is the most inconsistent of them all. But Dean was average. Did well defensively, I think. Attacking-wise, I mean, we can't expect him to do it all. I think he did his best. Was his best. Good enough? Probably not. He probably could have had better deliveries, but I mean, he had the assist to Dom, so. Man, can you really fault the guy? Probably not. I'm giving the benefit of the doubt and say he was okay. Or good. Um, Coleman. Man, I hope that didn't hurt your ears too much. That might, it may not have been loud. Um,. Coleman, I don't know. I'm going to say okay. He wasn't bad, but he wasn't good. Nothing he did on the pitch really stuck out for me. So, Coleman, I'm just going to say he did okay. Did alright. Um, He definitely put his effort in, I'll say that. Yeah, he definitely tried. Was it enough? Not really. Did he do anything significant? No. 
he was definitely putting an effort. I mean, I don't know what to say about Coleman other than that he did all right. But we know what he's going to give and what he's not going to give. So, that's that. All right, who's next? I'm going with Alon. I'm going to say he was okay. I think his poor first half really tainted his performance for me. But essentially, he's doing the job of two men, really. Decorey's out. He's unable to provide those bursting runs of energy in the midfield that gives us pace and almost an outlet at times. But, yeah, I mean, what can we... What can you really ask Alan to do? I mean, he made quite a few mistakes, but... I mean, he's doing the work of two men, essentially. I think he did all right. I th- he was definitely one of the ones putting in the effort. You can tell he was getting frustrated with his teammates. And I would be too when I saw the way we were playing in that second half. But, man, nobody was really good today anyway. So, I think it wasn't his best game. And he definitely should have played better, but so as should have everybody else around him. Yeah, he got turned a couple times on defense, and the back line had to deal with that, so not his best. Gomez. Poor. Poor. Kind of the same performance he had against Arsenal. Not good. But I mean, he wasn't extremely bad. Like, he didn't really cost us. I feel like that's a bit harsh, but... Didn't provide anything. Maybe one or two half chances. But other than that, he ended up going absent throughout the whole match. Frustrating. Inconsistent player. To make it even worse, he was replaced by Delph. So, next. Sigerson. Okay, I don't think he was poor. He did provide some stuff in a sense. Half a chance is at best, but he wasn't completely absent. Until like maybe later in the second half when I'm like, okay, who? he's definitely coming up next. And sure enough, he did. He came off for, I think, Josh King, so. Oh, boy. There's nothing else for me to say other than kind of the same performance against Arsenal. Provided very little. Kind of was absent. So, yeah. There's that. Awobi. Now... I'm going to give my piece on Awobi here, and it might be a long one. And I've mentioned him throughout the pod already. And excuse the fabric you hear moving in the background. That is my blanket. And yeah, excuse that, please. 
Um, Alex Iwobi, I don't think he really has a future much longer at this club. For where Carlo Ancelotti says he wants to go, I don't see um, Iwobi in the future plans. I mean, I personally think he's been given enough chances this season to show his quality, and he has not done that as much as we would have liked. Especially today, I mean, he just didn't provide what we need at all. We need the results, and he just... He does not provide very much in the final third at all. And I don't know if this is just me. Maybe I'm biased. But I feel as though he takes too many touches at times. And like, if he would have just took one less touch, that would have been an awesome through ball. And that would have been a good cross. That would have been a good pass. But he just takes too many touches for me. And it leads to nothing. Like every time he gets the ball. I'm like. Okay he's going to dribble. Into traffic. And end up passing the ball out. Back to probably Gilfie or Alon or something. And it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to make its way all the way back to Pitford. And not gonna start it over again and he's gonna do the same thing over and over again provide nothing and then he's gonna put in that one absimil is that the word or I'm just gonna say one ridiculous cross that goes nowhere either it's gonna go into the feet of some defender and it won't even go out for a corner. Like, sometimes it don't even go out for a corner. He just ends up back with the ball and recycles it back to Coleman or something. Like, if we just had, like, like another... If we could clone Luka Dean to be a right-sided player and just have two Luka Deans on either side, um, how amazing would that be? Like, then imagine... Like, there's so many good runs Dom makes or Richie makes into the box. And Wobie make puts, like, he, he drill, he gets himself in these good positions and then just doesn't deliver a good pass or anything. And I'm just like, come on. Come on. Like, yikes. He just doesn't. Provided enough quality in the final third, and it honestly it taints his, my opinion of him so much because I don't think he's awful, but I'm like, for what we need in the right wing, he's not cutting it at the very moment. Just not cutting it at all. Um, yeah, that's my take on that. Oh boy, who are we talking about next? Richie, he was okay. Not his best today. Um, putting in the effort, that's for sure. He tried. 
Um, but, I mean, he's been not underperforming all season, so I really wasn't really expecting him to put anything in the back of the net. Although he did have that one good shot across the goal, which was a good effort, but it was asking a lot. So, yeah, that's the only thing I can really remember. I think he did okay. From what he was provided with, I think he did alright. Now, up top, the main man, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, got his back in the game. Ended up being all in vain. That rhymed. Um, I said my piece of him, on him earlier in the episode. Played alright. Provided was provided with very little. Out of the three major chances he did have, he converted one into a goal, which is not bad. So. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to say he was poor, but I'm not going to say he was great. Glad he did score. He was on a bit of a drought. Um, so, good on him. Hopefully he picks up his confidence and he can start banging him in again. Hopefully he gets some more quality service. But, um... Yeah, I don't think he was bad. I think he was good. Um, it's just he couldn't really. I felt I felt as though he weren't really playing to his strengths today, like at all. I mean, hooking it up long to Dom is gonna work. Only so many times before you have to try something else. So I'm not really gonna fault him for that. Okay, what else can I talk about here? This episode's going to come to an end pretty soon. Um, I'm going to talk about effort and the passion. Now, people are saying the players don't have the effort. And I kind of agree. And I hate to say this, and I hate when other people say this. Like, The players don't care. The players don't have the desire. Which, okay, that may be true. For some players. Because you can. I think you can tell when people. Don't care about what they're doing. However when. Some of the fans say this. I feel as though they're just overreacting. But I definitely saw that today. Like. Is it just me? Or did it seem as if Gomez. Did not care. Like he did not seem like he was. Trying to put in the effort. And maybe I'm just biased because I'm fed up with his, with his inconsistent performances. Maybe, and I hope he proves me wrong, but man, it just did not look like he had the desire to play a forward pass today or play a good pass. Man. A Wobi. I mean, he was trying in the first half but after a while he kind of just died out a bit and just didn't really you know have as much intensity as he was playing with before so I think he kind of just felt 
he probably, I mean, he probably felt defeated. He was like, all right, this isn't working for me. And I think he kind of just gave, gave up on trying to play his game. Which, is that his fault? I think so. Probably, I mean, it, it probably is his fault. I mean, as a player, I personally think you don't give up like that at all. Like, don't, don't give up. Don't give up like that. But I mean, yeah, I just don't even know what to think about it will be anymore. I think he's going to be gone in the summer. Who's going to take a Wobie off our hands I have no clue but I think he's gone in the summer I don't think Carlo is satisfied with his input because once Hamas is healthy a Wobie is always the first person to go in the squad it's automatically he's opt out so I think if we get another player to play right wing, he's getting dropped off immediately. Um, who else just didn't look like they had or added today? I mean, those are the only two. I can't really fault anybody else. I mean, Holgate had his mistakes, but he was definitely trying to make up for those mistakes maybe I'm biased for that but you could tell he's being a bit more cautious about his decisions and was trying to you know tidy up his game throughout the match but I don't think he has lacked the effort I think his mistake was a result of lack of awareness, probably. Not that he's careless or an arrogant. I think when people make those assumptions about players, I think that's very unfair. Because, I mean, you don't know the players. You can't just say, okay, he's arrogant. He thinks he knows it all. He thinks he's so good. Or he thinks this, he thinks that. I'm like, you, you, you actually don't even know? You don't know that? You can only judge the players about what they've done on the pitch. So, I mean, he was he was poor today, but I don't think he lacked the effort. It's just when they need to turn it around desperately. They need to turn it around desperately. I mean, like. And the players that do have the effort, you can tell that they care. Alon, he was trying so hard. He was getting, he was getting frustrated. Pickford, he was putting in the work all game. Godfrey, we know how much he cares about the 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 game. We know, like Godfrey's. I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, Godfrey is. Constantly has that winning mentality. I mean, it shows on the pitch. I'm mean, even throw Dom in there. He 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 showed that he was getting frustrated with the lack of effort today because 
the whole him screaming play forward play forward like that should be a given we're one down we're 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 down one nil why aren't we trying to play the ball forward he immediately goes to score doesn't even celebrate he's like get the he's like trying to get on with it and you could see his frustration later in the match throwing his hands up in the air like what the heck is going on with y'all what are we doing here like the players who were putting in the effort and trying to get a result you can tell you could see their frustration today i think you could see it with pickford you could see it with alan you can see it with um dom why did i just forget his name all of a sudden but yeah I mean, it was written all over the, those those players' faces. Dom, Alon, Pickford, anybody else that I can't really think of. I don't think so. Maybe Richie, but yeah, Richie was definitely frustrated. Richie is always like that after a loss. So you can never deny that Richie is putting in the effort. That's just the kind of player he is. But man, I mean... Gomez, Sigurdsson, Awobi, just that whole midfield just did not look like they cared. Or they just weren't moving with a sense of urgency. I think that's what it is. When players are moving with a sense of urgency, you can tell that they, they're playing with some meaning. That they're playing with, you know, that they care about the result. And it just did not look like we were seeing urgency from Sigurdsson, Gomez, or Awobi. But hey, it is what it is. Well, on to the next one. West Ham. I cannot say I'm very excited about that. At all. Um, Let me talk about how Goodison is a curse right now. Playing at Goodison is a curse. Because why can't we win a match at home? Like, what is the issue? Is it the no fans? Like, is it all of a sudden they lose a lack of motivation? And it's the fact that we always lose to the lower sides at home. We'll usually turn up against the big sides at home. Um, let's see, we beat. Um, who did we beat? Well, hold on, is that a false statement? Um, we beat Arsenal. We beat uh, Chelsea. We beat, oh, we drew to Liverpool. I think we lost to Man United. We lost to Man City. We drew to Spurs. I mean, we had some decent results against sides that are decent at home. So, the lower sides have come back and just bite us in the ass. Been so bad at home, and I don't know why. I don't know what our home record is. I think it's 1 in 10. 1 in the last 10 matches at home, which is absolutely dreadful and we have like I think we have 
two more home matches this season. I think it's the one against... Um, I think we may have three, actually. I know we have one against Sheffield United. Wolves. Um, I think that's it, actually. Let me look at the schedule. Yeah, that's it. Luckily, we have only two more home matches, and the goodest and curse should be, hopefully doesn't carry on into next season. But I am ready for it to end. Ready for it to end. And honestly, I'm ready for, if we don't end up in a European place, which after every match it's looking a lot less likely I'm looking forward to the transfer window and seeing who we pick up in the summer but I'm hoping we get some form of Europe even if it's the conference league I don't care I just want us to have achieve our European goal somewhat somewhat I don't care if it's Europa League freaking conference league just something I'm begging them to just oh just pull something together yeah it's just getting a bit frustrating but it is what it is I'll be back again next time hopefully we can pull a result out of West Ham you know what? Not hopefully. Um, we need to get three points from West Ham if we want any more shouts of making Europe and just hope for the best. And hope for the best against sides around us in the table that they hopefully are dropping points like we did. So, yeah. And I'm. Oh, I didn't even speak on this. So, with two English sides being in the FA Cup final. Um, that means a lot for us, I think. So, Man City won the cup, the League Cup. So, I think Europa League dropped, um, no. Conference League dropped down a place, so I think 7th gets Conference League now. I think Man City wins the title with another 3 points or a Man United loss, I think. Now, granted, I don't want Man United to lose because that helps Liverpool, and that does not help us in our case getting Europe. However, Man City would win the league, yada, yada, yada. That sustains them a place in top four. Does that move European places down? That I don't know. However, if Chelsea or Man uh, Manchester City end up in the final, that would really help us considering... If Chelsea win it, and they maintain their spot in top four, um, European places drop down. Now, um, Man City win it. Do European places drop down? I don't know. I think what it really relies on is if Chelsea remain in the top four. 
because they still have their chance of winning the FA Cup. So is Leicester City. So I think all of that matters. And I don't have everything technically correct, but that's just the gist. I think the the top sides that are still in European competitions, we need them to win. If we want, you know, any any possibility of a stroke of luck going our way. So, that being said, we still need the three points against West Ham. Hopefully, play, uh, teams around us drop points. But hey, you can never count on that. You can only count on yourselves. And we did not do ourselves any favors today. Um, yeah, I'll be back again for the results against West Ham. And I'm going to be hoping for the best. No more injuries. Dear God. Pray for Hamas's calf. Man, oh man. I did not expect this result at all. But it is what it is. And I'll be back again. Against. West Ham. I almost forgot. West Ham. Until next time.